You are now listening to a Rebel Press podcast. Welcome to the Super Boob Tube Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Sorekia. And I am Tyler Hoskin. And we are the Dudes. And today we got a big episode for you today. We got some Comic-Con stuff. We got some trailer news. Um, um, we got some, uh, man, so much stuff to cover here. But we, I also want to talk about what to expect and sort of predictions of uh, uh, what D23 might bring. And then we'll get into um, some other shows we've kind of been watching uh, first here. But up until then, how have you been, Mr. Tyler? Oh, you know, I took last week off. I had a nice vacation, and I didn't watch any TV. <laughs> hey, that, no, that's that's cool. I mean, I'm sure uh, you have plenty to catch up on. Oh, I have um, plenty And, and we'll talk about some again. stuff, and maybe it'll get you to... Um, Maybe it'll get your gears going. Yeah, maybe it'll inspire me. You never know. Yes, yes, that's the word, the inspiration. Um, so, yeah, so here at Super Boop Tube News, we're going to talk about some TV, and that's kind of our whole thing. And um, we're going to talk about, kind of break it up into three different little parts here. We're going to talk about what we've been watching, then get into some uh, 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 some topics uh, that may include some trailers, which we do have some today, and then what we're excited for. So, before you went on vacation, Tyler, <laughs> what 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 were you watching, or were you watching anything? Because I know we had a couple days, or a few days before you went on vacation, but what what have you, have you started anything new, or rewatches of anything, or um, were kind of digging into some stuff you've already started? Uh, I did. I did start uh, Peaky Blinders last week, really? two weeks ago. The new season, or no, from like the beginning? from from the beginning. I never got around to actually sitting down and watching it. I think I watched the first episode and then just never got back to it. Um, That's exactly how I went with it. I haven't watched it either. So how, how do you like it? I love it. It's great. It's uh, I'm finished season one, so that was fun. Uh, oh shit! Cool. Okay. Yeah, season one is done. I'm on the season. How two long are the point. seasons? Six episodes. Oh, they're pretty yeah, short. It's, all it's pretty of them short. Are like that, or was that just yeah? Season all, one? all of them are like that. It's only like I want to. It's six seasons now, so 36 episodes. So it's not terrible. Are they like super long episodes or regular like 45 minute hour episodes? Uh, that is an excellent question. I want to say they're an hour ish. Um, okay. I, well, that's not that bad. No. Uh, I was actually quite shocked at how quickly I got through most of season one. I was like, "Oh, I'm done season one. Cool. That's that's exciting. Very nice." And Any, anything else? Uh, I'm rewatching uh, the last Avatar, uh, or sorry, the last Airbender Avatar, the last Airbender, um, because oh, why not? very nice. <laughs> Are you not, just because, or yeah, you no, like getting in there before the movie? No, the not, yeah, nothing else is really. I don't. Everything that I want to watch is more of a I need to sit down and watch it yeah. show right now. Um, 
Right. And I, I haven't had the time to do that. So this is just a put on because I've watched it 12,000 times already and I can work <laughs> and watch the show. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah the good, good background, especially if you've watched it. It's like, you know, like The Office or Seinfeld or something. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's always good to have on uh, because you know what's coming and stuff like that. Exactly. Um, so what I've been watching, I'm all caught up finally on For All Mankind. And it's just fantastic. They just got renewed for a season four. Um, so I'm, I'm eagerly uh, I'm waiting for Thursdays for that show. Um, because it is fantastic, and there's some shit going down on Mars, and uh, this nice. guy Danny is—he's uh, going to get everybody killed. <laughs> he's just not doing well. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, you know, we never did talk the finale of the Man Who Fell to Earth. As far as I remember, I don't think we did. Did we? Oh man, I don't remember. Maybe, maybe not. I don't remember either. However, <laughs> just to say. I love that show. It was a great and, show. And, oh, and it, really now. quickly, like I don't know if if it'll get another season, and if it doesn't, that's fine. But I'm not saying I wouldn't watch another season. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I would definitely watch another season for sure. Um, let's see. But I'm I mean, yeah, you're right. Up. It 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 did end off pretty decently. So it it really did. Like it had a great ending. Um, that could lead anywhere, but also could just be the end. And, and yeah, um, I mean, it was a really, really good show that no one really talked about. I, I just don't understand it. Um, but as for Orville, I am absolutely not caught up on that. I think I've only watched the first three episodes, um, so I'm not caught up on that. I am caught up on The Old Man, which just keeps getting better and better. And... Uh, there's three episodes left, and and it looks like, uh, man, it looks like it's, it's. I guess I got a second season already. I'm not. I'm, I, maybe I'm just saying that out of my butt. Um, there's a. I don't know. Did you ever watch the show called Doctor Death with uh, Joshua Jackson? I think it was on Hulu. I never. Um, I never a, watched it, but. You know about it though. I know about it. Yeah, I never watched it. Um. Well, it looks like they're doing sort of an anthology style thing with it. Um, uh, you know, not with the same actors, characters, or story, but since that was based on a true story that kind of ended and completed. But they're taking the name Dr. Death and running with it for a other true stories they're adapting for TV, which seems interesting. So they're coming out with a second two, uh, a season two, and it's going to be a new, you know, quote unquote, Dr. Death, a doctor that kind of abuses his power and, uh, uh, you know, does some some rotten things uh, for either personal gain or, or you know has a psychosis or something like that, uh, which is kind of cool. So I, I'm I'm interested in, in that. Like I'm not the biggest, you know, reenact not reenactment, but like you know, shows being made off of true stories. Sometimes are good. Sometimes they can be hit or miss. But uh, this first season was really good. So we'll we'll have to wait and see. Um, so I. Totally wiped out Solar Opposites season three. It was the best season of the series so far. Oh, it's so, so good. good. Yeah, I, I uh, really should probably just sit down and watch that. Say again. I should really sit down and watch that. You can burn through it, 
and and just and burn through it again and catch jokes you missed from laughing so hard. Yeah, <laughs> there was like one episode that I don't think was very strong and was kind of bored by. Um, but every other episode was was just so good. Um, very very fun stuff with the wall might be the best B story of any show ever in my opinion i love the wall um just like the strongest side story of any show i think i've ever seen um my almost more it's just it's just it's like it's like two shows in solar opposite the wall and then the solar opposite and there's some really cool stuff that comes out of that um primal Season two has just started on uh, Adult Swim, Cartoon Network, all that. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, uh, you know, a very, very little dialogue uh, show, but uh, just beautifully drawn, beautiful stories told with, you know, the main character, the, the caveman and, and, and the dinosaur. Um, it, it's, it's just a, it's a fantastic show. And I, I, I wish and hope that uh, again, Tartakovsky, the guy who you know, created the show uh, with his like animation team. Um, remember, they also did the original season of Clone Wars before it got turned into a, uh, a 3D animated show, um, which is not like that stuff's not canon that he did. Um, you know, he he did a lot of other shows like uh, Samurai Jack and stuff like that. So he just a, a beautiful filmmaker. Um, just putting these crazy, crazy, like sometimes heart wrenching stories uh, on screen with, with this freaking dinosaur and this guy, um, but like all grunting and yelling and other languages that aren't that don't have subtitles and it's all it's all just, just so visual and bloody and crazy, but very, very, very good cartoon if if you guys are into that. Uh, there is a, I remember Dark Winds. I started that. I, I'm like two or three episodes in and it's okay. Um, I, I don't, I don't know if I love it though. I don't, and I'm not sure if I want to keep watching, but uh, it's, it's interesting. It's a little bit different than I thought it was going to be, but it's not bad. Um, but I guess a lot of people like it because it's, you know, it's coming back and everything. Uh, Blackbird on Apple. Have you heard about this show with Taron Edgerton? Uh, yeah, I have heard of it. I, I haven't watched any of it, but I've seen the trailer, I believe. So It's it's only a six-episode limited series based on a true story, one of those based on true story shows. It's amazing. It, it's, it's, so, it's like a movie that's broken up into six parts, but just perfectly put together. Uh, you know, it's about this, uh, this guy who, you know, was, you know, dealing with drugs. It's in like the 90s. And um, he goes to jail, and then there's the other guy. You know the uh, the sort of big guy who is in that. Um, uh, he was in that. Oh, the fat guy who was in that Clint Eastwood movie, and he's been in a few other things as kind of like that big guy. I, I mean, I can't remember his name. Um, let me look it up real quick. Uh, Blackbird. And the cast, his name is oh, uh, Paul Walter Hauser. He was in um, Richard Jewell. I don't know if you remember that movie. He was in I Tanya. 
Um, uh, you watched, he was in Cobra Kai as well. Uh, if you watch that, um, he plays this, this guy who is in prison and for like, he, they claimed and trapped him in, in prison for like pulling him in for like being a notorious, uh, uh, confessor even though like the main detective on this other case really believes that he did these certain things, which are like raping women and like cutting them up and, and having sex with their dead bodies and crazy stuff like that. Cause he, like, he used to be a grave digger and his dad was really shitty to him and just all this craziness. So he's in prison for a different thing, but they want to convict him on these other murders that they haven't been able to close. So they get Taron Edgerton, who's in prison for something else. They convince him, Hey, we we can, if you can help us, you know, actually get him to confess to certain things that, you know, he hasn't been able to, or we haven't been able to convict him on. And we'll, you know, we'll kind of you know, help you out. And so Taron Edgerton agrees to go into this maximum security prison and he's trying to befriend this guy so he can get information out of him that can convict him. It's really, really cool. It's a lot better than I'm describing it, but the <laughs> acting is amazing. And Taron Edgerton, like he's so beefed and ripped up in this, all those like rumors of him, like maybe playing Wolverine. I fucking hope they're true because he looks like freaking Wolverine in this, in this damn show. And it's a very, very good show. It is the last thing Ray Liotta did before he passed. Um, and he plays Taron Edgerton's dad. Um, it's it's very, very good. It was six episodes. It's a breeze. Uh, there's, I think, two left. And it's definitely worth uh, worth your time. It's, it's a very, very good show. Uh, what else do we got here? Um, with Harley Quinn's season three coming up soon... I'm trying to catch up on season two. I never, ever started it, um, but it's good. It, it's just, it's really good, raunchy, crazy, you know, uh, mature Batman content, <laughs> which is actually really funny. And I, and I dig that a lot. Uh, other than that, that's pretty much all I'm watching. But... We have been watching a, a few different trailers here. So we're going to talk about some here. We're going to talk about we'll talk about the she the she Hulk trailer. And I don't want to go too crazy in depth with with all these trailers or anything, but just kind of our like initial thoughts on this. So on uh, San Diego Comic Con, they released the Sandman trailer. Uh, they released Interview with the Vampire, Picard season three teaser, uh, Groot. Um, they didn't release a trailer for Secret Invasion, but there was kind of like little synopsis stuff and little hints and beats. And with that, it was basically like. Nick Fury comes back to Earth, and Maria Hill is like, you haven't been here in a while, we kind of miss you. And he's like, yeah, I've been busy, blah, blah, blah. And they said they really they didn't show any scrolls in a trailer at Comic-Con. Um, but we did get a confirmation that uh, uh, Rhodey, uh, War Machine, is going to be in this series. And I have a feeling the reason why they kept Armor Wars out of Comic-Con which they still might do here in D23 is because there's some, some things have to come before. 
And I, and I think yeah. they, they don't want, you know what I mean? I, I think there's either some scroll shit going on, um, you know, that may, may need to be, you know, said and done and out there for the public before they could show armor wars. Um, but that's pretty much on that. Uh, what did you think of the She-Hulk trailer? Because I really like this trailer a lot more than the first one. Yeah, it was a little bit more polished, wasn't it? And it had a little bit more information. Yeah, it was just a better trailer. I mean, I really like the first one, too. But, I mean, we, we kind of get to see what the where the world's at in She-Hulk. You know, we get to see a little bit more of the mentor-mentee sort of, you know, cousin-brother-family sort of dynamic uh, with, uh, with her and uh, Bruce Banner, you know, as the Hulk. And then... Um, you know, with her job and her friends and, you know, all these nice little snippets, I think it really rounds out what the show's going to be. And I really enjoyed that. Uh, let's see. We got to see, oh, apparently there's like a whole bunch of people are powered. Like, I, I, I think it, it's either mutant related or it, it's it's kind of like uh, it, it makes the world less fantastical. Sure. When there's, you know, kind of like in uh uh, in Incredibles, when he's like, if everybody's super, no one will be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so it, it's kind of getting in that er- arena, but I think they're playing it off in sort of a comedic way, which kind of makes it a little bit more palatable than, you know, nothing is really fantastic anymore in the world. You know, everyone's got powers. The guy jumps out the window uh, and just lands on a car and he's all good just to leave work for lunch or something. You know, so yeah. it, there, there's some interesting things going on. What do you think? Yeah, no, it was a, I thought it was a lot of fun. I'm excited to see the, all the different characters interact and see how, uh, uh, what's his name, Wong and... Abomination. Oh, yeah, and, Wong, too. Yeah. So, that that should be fun. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I, nine episodes, I think, you know, we got to see a little bit of a fourth wall break and, you know, Abomination, Wong, and uh, Titania... Uh, which is going to be interesting. I like to see how she fits in, and you know, I think there might be some kind of team up going on between her and uh, um, an abomination. Especially now that we got to see Wong in the trailer, I think that might be a little bit implied. I don't, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, with you know, abomination, work, you know, fighting with Wong in the ring, and how it kind of being like you know a thing to get him out of the cell. Like I, I'm, I, I think we're going to see a little bit more of why Wong and Abomination were doing what they did in Shang Chi in this show, just so we kind of have a better dynamic of that relationship, and then how he's going to be integrated into She Hulk's storyline. So that's kind of cool to kind to you know think about. Uh, Baby Groot. Uh, we've heard this show has been happening for going to be for a while now, a little over a year. But, like, we know that it's not in canon. So it's just th- five BS Baby Groot stories, <laughs> which I think is just, like, out of canon nonsense with Baby Groot. Sounds kind of hilarious. Yeah, it should um, be a lot of fun. Definitely, definitely a lot of fun. And they, it looks super cute. Uh, the CG looks great. You know, little crazy aliens that are smaller than Groot. You know, brandishing weapons on him and <laughs> Groot farts a leaf out. And they're yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, they're <laughs> like, oh, oh my God, a leaf. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it was it was actually quite fun. So I think that'll be uh, uh that'll be uh, pretty good to watch. Now, what did you think about Picard season three? I have oh man, I think this show. Is, I've heard that this show is like it'll make you wish that they make another TNG movie. And also at the same time, it feels like a 10 hour TNG movie. That's awesome. I can't wait. I I know. I, I, I've heard that, uh, one of the guys I, I, I listen to daily on, on YouTube. He has, he has had the chance to, uh, he's, he's deep in the Star Trek stuff. He's, and he has not been very kind. Um, I think I've said this before to, to most of the new Star Trek, especially Picard. And, but he said he has had the chance to watch the whole season. And he is like, this is the best season of Picard and new Star Trek in like since new Star Trek. <laughs> so I, I it, that's and it's high praise from this character. So I, I am very, uh, very excited. All the new character posters of the original TNG cast look, Awesome. Yeah, you know, obviously stands data because Worf, Worf looks badass. Just every, he looks like an old Asian Kung Fu master kind of with the gray hair. But like oh, everything looks so cool. I'm so excited to see everybody kind of like in a new uniform and like all matching and on a ship. I wonder how it comes to that. And I'm just so very excited to see what they do with this season especially after how the last season ended like it just it the story was done like they could have ended the show at season two but it seems like they're like you know what we're gonna tell another story a brand new story with picard in this time period of the timeline with the original cast because we can and we're gonna make it awesome and i think that's where it makes it so much better than season one and two because season one and two were so like tightly knit together, even though they're, they, you know, I had that time travel element in season two, it was still very, very connected because of, uh, you know, Soong and his daughter and all that stuff. Right. This seems so separate. Right. And I think that's, what's going to make it so cool. Oh man. Um, how about that interview with the vampire trailer? All right. Like that looks awesome. It's been forever since I've actually watched the movie, but yeah. Um, yeah. That's to bring it into like the modern world, I guess for lack of a better term looks. Well, I mean, either, well, yeah. I mean, at, they kind at the of end, do. yeah. At the end of it, right? Like at the end of the trailer, Well, at, at the least. end of the trailer, you know, at the end yeah. of the trailer, that's how, that's how the interview, the vampire starts. Yeah remember yeah yeah so i i like that they're teasing the interview part, yeah, yeah. you know what i mean so and that's really cool but and i i just i love all the even the little changes and like i don't give a shit about the the like the uh uh nationality swaps and or, you know i don't give a fuck about that it still looks awesome like they're the actors look great for the roles I think that uh, it, it, modernizes it, it modernizes it in a way, but also, you know, tells a story of, you know, these people were back in the day, too, in New Orleans or in these times and in these places. Yeah. Why? You know what I mean? Like, I, that's why I just don't care. It, but it's it's people get so weird about that stupid shit. 
but uh, I don't have time for that. It's, <laughs> it, you know, it's just so dumb. So, but I, I love that they're changing things up a little bit, you know, and, and to make it work for a series in like, uh, you know, region, you know, New Orleans stuff is more rooted there, more rooted in a different time period, it seems. And then we got like, uh, man, we even got to see the young vampire girl. Like that was creepy. I think this show is going to be super cool. Um, and, you know, a new AMC show that, like, I mean, like Dark Winds and a few other shows are kind of, you know, working really well on AMC now that, uh, you know, it's not being run by zombies <laughs> with The Walking Dead, uh, like five different series they've been doing. So I, I think that, I think this is good. I, I mean, it, it seems like a really good call. And I, and I liked how they actually had like Anne Rice. I guess but she just died, didn't she? Uh, I don't know, to be honest. I thought she may have. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. I thought she did, like maybe a year ago. Uh, Yeah, you were correct, a year ago. Well, it, yeah. it's like six months, last <clears throat> December. Oh, shit. Yeah, so um, I heard that she was like really heavy into, you know, the production of this, which is really cool. So I, I think that, you know, having her blessing on something like this, you know, that she still had her, you know, she's been doing, she wrote so many different things, werewolves and all kinds of other stuff. But this was kind of like her big breakout thing, you know, especially with the movie, Christian Slater, Brad Pitt, and Tom Cruise. And like, I think this is really cool. And I think it could spawn off into some really interesting projects that have connected. So that's a lot of fun. Now, last trailer here, the Sandman. Um, God, I, I love this comic. It's a story filled with stories, which I think uh, lends really, really well to a series uh, because they could tell episodes, uh, you know, completely apart. Um, you could tell a certain story, you know, that was in the comic. Kind of like how the, com- the I don't you didn't read the comic, but uh, if you did, it's like each episode, it, it, it's sort of connected, you know, with your main character, Dream, and and other characters that were in his sort of uh, world and area. But there were also other stories led by other characters that Dream had connections to. So it's it's very much a large story connected or or filled with stories in it. And I'm very excited to see how that works episodically and how the, the greater story of the character of Dream being captured for as long as he was away from his dream realm and how that changed the dream realm without him there. And then, you know, a hundred and whatever. So years later, he finally makes it back and he escapes and makes it back. And now he's trying to, you know, uh, fix what has gone wrong. And I think that's going to be really cool. What did you think of the trailer? Uh, there was a lot to take in. Uh, I never watched, or yeah. sorry, I never read the comic, so I have no idea what's happening. Um, and it was. I think that a lot of people are going to be like you. Yeah, like there are was, a lot of people. Who are it was messed be like, up. What the fuck? Yeah, it was yeah. messed. Yeah, the guy up. with the Corinthian <laughs> with like mouth eyes and uh, it's just there's so much craziness. Uh, uh, there's like this one story where this guy has this magic gem, and he like he just murders a bunch of different people. Uh, 
in, in uh, like gruesome, gruesome stuff. That I, I'm very curious to see how gruesome they go in the show. But the comic was so gruesome. Um, and, and then there's like this other dude that they that that Dream catches up with once a day for like or once a year for every like hundred years or something like that. And he made him immortal. Dream made him immortal, basically, just to see how he would, how it would be, you know, uh, for a person who was immortal for a hundred years. And he follows him, uh, you know, around and catches up with him every, every like decade or something like that. Nice. Or maybe it's like a thousand years and he catches up with him with every a hundred years to see where he's at. It's crazy. It's a really cool story. And that's so that these are like these, these disconnected stories within the grand story that is, you know, the Sandman. It's very, very interesting. And then, you know, Mark Hamill is that pumpkin head guy who's in the dream realm and the talking Raven, Matthew. And there are some, it's really, really cool. If you're not in interest or if you don't know too much about it, um, there's some really good stuff online you can find out and read about. And also Neil Gaiman did like a, uh, a watch over the trailer. It's like a 17 minute video and he pauses through the trailer and he's the, the guy who wrote it. He also wrote like good omens. He wrote, uh, American gods and stuff like that. And he pauses through the trailer and kind of explains certain things about the characters and where the characters are, who they are. And, and stuff like that. It's about like 18 or 20 minutes long. It's pretty good. I would suggest checking that out. But yeah, those are all the trailers. Very exciting new stuff to come. And oh, at the end of that She-Hulk trailer. Freaking Daredevil. Yeah. Now, as we get into the Comic-Con stuff, let's just start off with Daredevil. I am psyched for this new yellow, black, red, you know, sort of old OG Daredevil suit that they're introducing in this show. Now we saw Matt Murdock in Spider-Man. This is the same Daredevil, but he's going to be in this show. Uh, She-Hulk. Uh, apparently he's going to appear in Echo, uh, which they kind of announced again, but they didn't really do anything with that at Comic-Con. So there's not really much to touch on that. It's kind of my least, uh, excited for a show? How about you? Uh, yeah, well, they they all they really said was, "Yep, it's still happening, and we're shooting." So, yay! Right, <laughs> right, exactly. So, so there's Echo, but it's interesting how we're getting like sprinkles of Daredevil and stuff. We we found out he's uh, going to be in one of the animated shows, the animated Spider-Man uh, prequel, um, which they showed some images of that, which is a little bit different than what we saw in the end of She-Hulk. So. It, looks like that that was kind of a first iteration and now this yellow red black suit's supposed to be like this next iteration of his costume and then they freaking announced daredevil reborn which is like perfect title you know not just for the comic book series which was uh like one of the most uh, mature series in, in comics for daredevil but it's also like the reborn, like it's like Spider-Man Homecoming. You know what I mean? Like he's reborn uh, with Disney and Marvel now and not on uh, uh, not on Netflix. Like it's it's interesting, interesting little wordage that they Marvel is using, which is kind of cool. Um, but yeah, the 18 episodes, dude. 
Yeah, that's that's the most exciting part, I think, right there. Like there were there were thirteen each season on Netflix, but of, of, of what we've been talking about last few months, you know, maybe a year now, all these like short, short episodes, six episode series on Disney Plus, and now eighteen episodes. It, it, from what I heard, I heard that Charlie Cox fought this. Like he he's like, I'm not doing a six episode show. He's like, it's got to be like. You know, it's got to be a lot of episodes. And I'm, I, I, I hope that's true because that's just baller and awesome. <laughs> I'm like, make this show worth it. You know, give, give me something to do. You know, I'm not, I'm not here to make a movie you can cut up. You know, he's like, let's do an actual series. And I think that that is, it's awesome. It really shows a, a, uh, that 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 Marvel's kind of listening to the idea of you know longer form shows, and maybe we'll get longer form shows. Maybe Wonder Man, which they haven't touched, they didn't ever said anything about that at Comic Con, and they may say something about that at D twenty three, but that could be a longer series. You know, anything else could be could be longer. And I like that they're uh, you know branching out into those those ideas. Um. What do you want to hit next? You want to hit some of this, uh, the, the, these phases? Let, let's talk about that. So, sure. Uh, just real quick, we're not going to really be talking about a bunch of movie stuff unless it's really kind of connected to some TV stuff. Just because we don't get into it, it's just you know we're a TV show podcast. So, but we will rattle this stuff off. So we know Phase Four is going to end with She Hulk and Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. How how good was that Wakanda Forever? Oh. <laughs> I had to wipe I mean, the friggin' tears from my eyes, man. Oh, I mean, shit. one of the best, one of the best first trailers of anything Marvel has put out of first trailers, but and now has broke like, like almost broke, uh, the the third best trailer, most watched trailer that didn't have Avengers t- in the title and doubled the amount of views the first Black Panther trailer had. It's gonna be huge. I mean, and Namor. I mean, come on, super super cool. Um, so that ends phase four. Now we got the lineup for phase five and this is the start or not really the start, but, um, I guess phase four, they said is the start of the multiverse, uh, saga as they yeah. called it at uh, Comic-Con. <clears throat> and it's going to begin with Ant-Man three quantum mania, which we got to see, uh, Cassie Lang, the new actress playing Cassie Lang, um, in the poster, we got a, a first reveal of what Kang is going to look like in the poster, which looks Classic comic book king. Uh, we got Secret Invasion coming in the spring after the winter Quantum Mania of 2023. So the Secret Invasion spring 2023. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three 2023, which is the end of the current team of Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, they brought out the one actor I can't pronounce his name as the High Evolutionary. Apparently, it's going to be like Rocket's origin and how that you know kind of affects other things. Uh, Echo Summer of 2023. Um, Loki in Season 2, Summer of 2023. Sylvie's not dead. We've seen set photos of like a McDonald's she's working at, which is very odd. Um, (laughs) uh, The Marvels is Summer 2023. And um, we got Blade in November 2023. And there was a rumor of uh, Anthony Starr as Dracula. Anthony Starr who plays Homelander on uh the boys 
it's just a rumor. Nothing's come out, but there was like, he's played Dracula. I was like, oh, okay. I, that's just a rumor. Uh, what else we got? We have Ironheart, who we saw in the Black Panther trailer, pounding her suit. You know, we got the heart out of the suit in, the, in that uh, little snippet of the Black Panther trailer, which is going to be pretty cool. Uh, that comes in fall 2023. And then uh, Agatha Harkness, uh, which uh, used to be called House of Harkness. Was it House of Harkness? Uh, I don't um, remember I guess, what it was. Uh, yeah, it, 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 well, they changed the name to Coven of Chaos, which sounds really cool. And that's going to be in winter 2023. Then we got the Daredevil Reborn that we just talked about um, that uh, is coming in spring of 2023. And then Captain America, New World Order in the summer of 2024. And then the last movie of Phase 5, which will be the Thunderbolts in the summer of 2024. Then they gave us a lineup of Phase uh, (laughs) Phase 6. And they only gave us three movies, but there's eight other unnamed projects that are going to be, you know, uh, in between these uh, uh, these sets of films. So we have Fantastic Four, which is going to start phase six in the fall of 2024, and then eight projects that we don't know of yet that have dates. And then we're going to get Avengers, Kang Dynasty, which they just revealed the director of. Uh, Destin Daniel Cretton, who directed uh, Shang-Chi. He's going to direct Kang Dynasty. That comes out in summer 2025. And just a few months later, Avengers, a few months later for another Avengers film, which is crazy. Like five, six months later, Avengers Secret Wars in the fall of 2025. And I don't know. I, I It's just, I don't know what's crazy. Uh, it, it's, it's just craziness uh, that that actually happened. Um, it, it, a few days ago, like a few days before Comic Con, there was like this big report of like all these new trademarks that Marvel got, you know, licensed or whatever. Every single one of them became a project. That never happens. Like, yeah, true. Usually, there's like here's all these trademarks, and like maybe one or two or none happen. Every single one was announced, which is just absolute insanity. So, because uh, I saw that, and I'm like, okay, well, this is interesting. They're probably going to do either games or other, you know, other things with them. And it's like, nope, it's all projects. They're making shows and movies. Like, <laughs> holy shit. It's just so weird because it's such an outlier of all the, you know, uh, of all the times it's happened in the last decade or so. It's always been, like, bits and pieces. But the whole thing, just like, wow. And maybe it was just big, big leaks or whatever, but it's still very, very interesting. Now, on the side of uh, of animation, um, which was the day before on Friday at Comic-Con, we got the uh, Daredevil stuff uh, in uh, Spider-Man freshman year. There's also some interesting, um, like, villain stuff happening in Spider-Man, like Norman Osborn. um, Oh. which is very interesting, especially with like, it seems like there's some confusing retconny sort of stuff that they're kind of doing. Like in the pictures, they have him wearing like this really cool, uh, pre suit design with like a backpack that has hoses hooked up to the wrist so he can shoot his webs. Like, like very, very early, early suit stuff. And then, then you have, uh, you know, him in a suit suit and you're like, wait, where do you get that? Because 
Tony Stark made him the suit. You know, and and yeah. they, and they say this is all canon. This is all like before, unless this is other universe before, and this is in the multiverse. You know, it has to be. I I just I can't see that it's prequel to the Spider Man we know. With you know, with all the multiverse stuff happening, I just I kind of can't see that with all the different uh, contradictions that they've shown just in images uh, of this cartoon. I cannot connect it directly to our MCU Spider-Man. It, it, that's just how I feel. I may be wrong and maybe they are just saying, hey, this did happen. Blah, blah, blah. We just didn't say this, you know, because then there's like there's Doc Ock. There's Green Goblin. There's, uh, you know, there's Scorpion. And it's like Scorpion before the Scorpion we got in No Way Home or in uh, uh, in Homecoming that wasn't even Scorpion yet. You know, Doc Ock, he knew Doc Ock, a version of Doc Ock before Doc Ock in No Way Home. Like, so those are the kind of things that are kind of messing with my head. But the cartoon looks great. Like, the animation looks cool. What did you think of those? If you, you saw those images... Uh, did you look at any of that stuff or see any of that stuff? Uh, yeah, I saw a bit of it. Um, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, it's cool. Another yeah. Spider-Man cartoon is always cool, right? Oh, always cool. You can't ever say Spider-Man is not cool. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm totally down on it. Like, I'll definitely watch it, especially if they're saying that it's, it's connected in a way, and whether it's multiverse or directly, you know, before uh, Homecoming. I, I kind of, I care and don't care just because I'm like, I'm all in on Spider-Man already. Um, then we, we talked, you know, Daredevil is going to be in it as well. We already talked about that, which is also cool, especially with this connection to No Way Home and everything else. And we got What If season two and three confirmed. And apparently they showed the first episode of season two at Comic Con, the first whole thing. It was called What If Captain Carter Fought the Hydra Stomper? Like, obviously, instead of the Hydra Stomper being like on her side. Um, I guess it's evil or Steve Rogers is bad or something like that. Um, very interesting stuff. And it looks like the spinoff of what if Marvel zombies is going to be TVMA. I mean, it's kind of weird to see that, uh, you know, even though we are getting a radar Deadpool with Disney and Marvel, it's kind of weird to see that we're getting a mature series on Disney plus. Um, but, and we, we still may get that in live action with Daredevil and his 18 episodes, but I, it's kind of hard to do a crazy full blown zombie series without it being that way. Would right. you say? Yeah, no, definitely. So I think that's really cool. Um, I'm, I'm very excited. Apparently this takes place directly after the episode in what if and moves forward, which is very, very interesting and fun. And there's like all kinds of new characters who are going to be like zombies. I mean, we got like Shang-Chi characters and Eternals characters and like a whole bunch of different characters throughout the universe that are going to be uh, um, in, in this show, which is very, very cool. Now, the one interesting thing that really, really cool thing for me with this animation stuff was X-Men 97. They released some images character designs it's literally the same as the 90s show like i can't stress this enough other than like you know quality wise it's the same and <laughs> yeah i i think that's freaking awesome i i love it now the crazy thing 
which I think is the smartest idea Marvel has had since like Avengers Endgame. Uh, and maybe maybe the stuff with uh, the changes they made with Miss Marvel and stuff and WandaVision. But this is the coolest thing is that the ninth the, the X-Men 97 continues directly from the end of the 90s show, but has also been designated the same universe as 838, which was the universe Doctor Strange visited where the Illuminati was. So good. So all yes. So all of this, and I think the reason why they called it 1997, or why they're calling it X Men 97 specifically, not just because it's taking place after the show, but it is a prequel to of the history that led up to 2022. You know, Professor X in Doctor Strange. Yes. So it is. It is that prequel doc. Like, do I say Doctor Strange, Professor X? So it is the same Professor X. It's just that Professor X is older, obviously, because we see him that you know that old in Doctor Strange. I love how it's the same universe, and this is the animated version, and this is the live action version. But them being the same universe is just it blew my freaking mind when I when I first realized that, or when they first revealed that. And I think that is just so smart and so interesting. And I mean, and ultimately we know the fate of that Professor X now in the cartoon. Yeah. But it's still so cool that they even thought of doing that. And uh, with all the multiversal craziness that could be happening in Secret Wars, and I, I don't think we're going to get any X-Men until after that Secret Wars um movie i just i don't i'm just i'm very excited for the x-men animated series um knowing that it is in the multiverse of the greater extended you know mcu uh is, is very intriguing to me um do you have anything to add on any of any of that uh, I guess maybe just excitement. Yeah, exactly. Just excitement. I just want it all right now. Uh, yeah, I, I absolutely agree. The closest we're going to get is I am Groot in 15 days. So. Oh, we, well, so we're getting I am. Well, yeah, we're getting I am Groot. And then, um, and then directly after that, which is going to be running concurrently, is She-Hulk in August 17th. No, are they're not dropping all of Groot at once. It's going to be every week. Oh, right? I have no idea. Okay, so I, I'm I'm guessing it's every week. Probably. Um, so that's going to run concurrently until you know She-Hulk starts, and then man, when She-Hulk starts, uh, the my our my little app here says it's all getting dropped on August 10th, all five episodes. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. So all all five episodes at once, and then She-Hulk starts five days set a week later, and yeah. then while that's going, and we could talk about these. We didn't. I didn't add these trailers. I probably should have. I definitely should have. But did you see these two shows going to be running alongside She-Hulk, uh, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, and Game of Thrones, House of Dragon? Can't fucking wait. All three of those shows are going to be running at the same time, which is unbelievable. 
Now, what did you think about like like I don't know. I'm not the biggest into the Lord of the Rings. Like I know the generic gist of them. I've seen all three, but I haven't seen them all like in a long time. Yeah. I'm not one of those guys that watches them every year. I just I, I it's not that I don't like it, but I, it's it's just it was never the thing I grew up with. I never read yeah. the books. I was never really introduced it until the movies came out. But, well, I'll say this: it looks incredible, like visually. Oh, it absolutely! Fucking holy shit! Um, yeah, I watched the trailer and I was stunned. Like I was like, "Oh my god!" They spent the money on this. Oh show. yeah, they did. It's like like so, Amazon just blew their wad on everything. <laughs> it's something stupid too. Uh, oh yeah, no, no, dude. It's like uh, they spent like five hundred million. Like total on the series, yeah, four hundred sixty-five million <laughs> on the series. Yeah. Like it's just like, what the fuck? mental. If this is a like, if this sucks, it's, oh dude, it's oh, gonna man. be the biggest bomb ever. Biggest bomb <laughs> ever. Like, yeah. there's no question about it. Oh no, <laughs> like ever. It's um, like, and it's a prequel. S- like it's crazy. Here's yeah. two prequels at once. You know, House of Dragon, which looks awesome as well. It does, yeah. Like I'm psyched for that. I can't believe that wasn't almost five hundred thousand <laughs> a season because that looks just as good. It does. It does. I want to wonder what its budget is. Twenty million yeah, an episode. I, I, Twenty million an episode. Oh uh, well. Whereas the Lord, close. yeah, where the Lord of the Rings is like sixty million an episode. <laughs> well, is it is it eight episodes or ten episodes? Uh, it's probably. So, well, be, wasn't Game of Thrones eight, right? Uh, it depended on the season. Uh, it's going to be a ten episode House of the Dragon. Oh yes, it it was ten episodes for like the first five seasons, and then the last two were short. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I they both look great. They really do. It's going to be real. Oh, man. I'm glad I'm not one of those people that stays up when they first get released at like midnight or 3 a.m. or whatever, because that would suck. But it, it, well, like, it's yeah, the, awesome. the, H, the HBO ones will air at like 9 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, they usually do. Yeah, they air at night, especially on HBO Max. It's right up there on the time. So uh, that's really cool. Um. Okay. So now that we're God, we're pretty much uh, we're pretty much done, other than uh, other than uh, talking about, I do want to talk about this. Another show. Uh, well, we'll talk about it, but in the excited stuff. So this is some stuff I, I kind of want to just do some like speculation. Um, this is like pre D twenty three and what we could expect from marvel and star wars and other disney stuff i really have no idea uh, just to kind of uh, shut down the disney disney stuff like the magic kingdom side of it. i have no idea what they could announce i'm just very excited that they could announce something a new movie something with pixar um even though they're kind of mad at disney <laughs> with, you know all the stuff that's kind of happened uh, over the last couple movies uh that uh, were released on you know disney plus instead of the theaters and uh i I don't know what's going to happen with that so we'll just stick with kind of some star wars and marvel news now what i'm predicting is like some casting announcements and upcoming projects that weren't released at san diego comic-con remember there are eight projects 
that were not announced in phase six. Now I'm not, ex- I don't expect them to announce all of those. And I don't think they will at all. Um, but we may get one or two. I mean, we already know armor wars is coming. So that's probably in there. Um, we already know that they're making a, uh, um, you know, they're making multiple seasons of what if, so that could be one. We know we're probably going to get a Spider-Man in one of those somewhere. And we know that's not, you know, Sony is still working with us or with us with the MCU. So we know it's going to be made by the MCU unless some kind of crazy deal changes that. But we haven't heard word of that. We know we're getting Deadpool and that wasn't on the list. So that's at least half of those projects is going to be like a Marvel zombie, a what if season three, uh, you know, Deadpool, Spider-Man, Wonder Man, one of the Armor Wars, one of those. So maybe yeah. four or five. But we don't know what else are, you know, are we going to get, uh, you know, casting announcements for the Thunderbolts? We're going to find out that team. Are we going to find out the Fantastic Four stuff? Because a lot of people were suspecting and expecting we were going to get casting announcements for Fantastic Four. We might get a, a Wolverine thing. Or like I said, I, I really hope Taron Edgerton probably gets it. I really don't care who gets it. I think it's just going to be interesting. And I don't think we're going to get X-Men until after Secret Wars. So I don't think that's on the table. And interestingly enough, there was some weird report that came out uh, that said that Marvel may not be able to, which doesn't really make too much sense because this really never happens, but might not be able to use any of these different X-Men mutant type characters that they want because some of these actors are still under contract from Fox. And, you know, that's never, ever been an issue before because people can, they can work around contracts and not have to use those actors. You know, they're only under contract if they want to use them. If they don't, they can go any other direction they want. And that's, that's kind of how the contract would work with specific, you know, actors. So, it, it, it could be just BS or not, but it's interestingly enough that those contracts would end in 2025. So maybe they just are saving, you know, hey, we're, we're going to build up all this other stuff here first, and maybe they'll just be integrated into the new prime sort of universe that happens after Secret Wars, or if they do a battle world type situation of multiverse turning into just one universe. You know, kind of like how uh, Crisis did in in that that crisis on infinite earths on the cw did and turned all those multiverses back into one prime universe you know or a couple different universes on cw so that's one thing that could happen so uh i'm thinking uh you know what are these other projects are we probably not going to get x-men but we might get deadpool unless they're like i can with all the things that are happening with deadpool do you, uh, oh man, it would be so cool if Deadpool was in. Do you think we will get the Deadpool slate, like release date, before the two Avengers films? I, I kind of feel like we will, but there's a good chance we won't. But do you think that they'll wait three more years? I mean, it only takes about a year to make a movie. You know, in a few months, a few months to make the movie, almost a year to do post. But and for a smaller movie like Deadpool could be, do you think that they would wait till after twenty twenty five? 
I mean, three, four years from now? Yeah, well, it, I think that's going to depend on Mr. Ryan Reynolds, right? Like, Well, yeah, I mean, he said he was taking, but they're writing the movie now. Like, it's act- it's being worked on now. You know, they're not in yeah. pre-production, but I mean, well, I guess they are if they're writing, but they're still in the writing stages. So uh, do you think that they're going to, uh, you know, let it sit and stagnate and, you know, maybe it won't, maybe that just helps them write a better movie, but do you think that they'll, you know, that they'll sit on it for so long? Yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting question. Yeah, I mean, especially with the first two only being two years apart, right? So I, 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 I know even with the merger and everything, and now it's been, what, two more years since the second one? So I don't know. I, I'm, it's, it's maybe how long has it been since the second? What 2019, right? Because it came out after Endgame. Yeah. Or was it after, or was it in between Endgame? I can't even remember now. Shit. Anyway, I, I just don't know. Oh, also, we have uh, the, uh, let's see, uh, what else do we got? Uh, I moved up in my notes here. Oh, we might get, do you think we can get a Ghost Rider series? A lot of people have been asking for Ghost Rider. We just got the, uh, there was some interesting little interview with this uh, uh, with Kevin Feige, um, you know, like a three minute little interview at Comic-Con. I guess one of the MTV guys is a really big interviewer with MCU and stuff. And he asked him about Ryan Gosling and how Ryan Gosling said he'd want to be Ghost Rider. And, you know, Kevin Feige is like, oh, Ryan's great. Well, I'd love to make a place for him in the MCU and blah, blah, blah. And a lot of people were talking about Midnight Suns, you know, we the like the horror sort of team, you know, with Blade and Ghost Rider and, and all those other kids, maybe Moon Knight in there. There's a lot of that going around. Well, what about Eternals? Uh, you know, are we, we're going to see some animated Eternals and, you know, the what if or in the uh, uh, zombies, but are we going to get, are they going to, you know, are we going to see more Eros and uh, Pip the Troll and, all those other characters from Eternals, was there a second movie on the way? These are all the questions I'm kind of asking. Where does Wonder Man fit in, like I said before? Um, Young Avengers. You know, Ar- Armor Wars is happening. The showrunner made that clear. A lot of people are like, why was the Armor Wars talked about? But, you know, he, he, he came out and said, it is happening. We just didn't have anything to, to say or whatever. Uh, but the show is still coming. Um, but yeah, they didn't talk about the, the holiday special, right? Remember the guardians of the galaxy holiday special we've been hearing so much about. Yeah. Like, like that could still be on the slate in one of those dates. Um, and also the, uh, the other holiday special, the werewolf by night Halloween special. That's another thing too. These are the things I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of are probably going to be talked about at D23. So I think both of these specials definitely. Armor Wars may not because of some implications with Secret Invasion and things. We, the, I don't, I don't think we're going to get any Young Avengers news. But there's so many younger Avengers now. I mean, uh, you know, we got Kate Bishop, you got Miss Marvel, who's going to be in the Marvels, but so I don't know if that counts. But then you have, uh, you know, Riri Williams and her show. Ironheart coming out. You have uh, 
uh, Cassie Lang, who's appearing in Ant-Man. And, um, God, there's, there seems like there's a few others. I mean, we have this other girl in who just appeared in Thor Love and Thunder. You, you know, um, there's so many different things now uh, that, that are kind of have entered the MCU. There's so many different properties that could start and kind of blossom, I guess you could say. But I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that, I don't know, I, I don't know what to guess. I, I, I hope we get to see some fantastic forecasts, maybe more Thunderbolts talk, uh, where some of these specials and other shows land on the map of, of Phase 6, if they do. Hey, hell, maybe they might even add the damn things because these are specials, right? Like the Guardian special and World by Night special. Yeah. Maybe they'll just add them right into phase five. I can't see them waiting another year. You know what I mean? So uh, it, uh, it's got to be uh, up in there somewhere. But um, that's the Marvel stuff. Now, how about this Star Wars stuff, right? We already know a lot of stuff about Andor. You know, and that's coming. Like, I, I don't know what else they could announce. You know, it, are we going to get some High Republic stuff with Star Wars? Um, Rogue Squadron. Apparently that's still happening. Are we are we going to hear some more about that? Which would be really cool. A new trilogy. More animation. Uh, I have a feeling they're going to show another trailer of maybe... Uh, um, what is it? Uh, what's the What's the show? The Star Wars show with the clones. I was totally, I'm totally blanked on. What are you talking about? The clone trooper guys. Oh, Bad Batch. Yes, but I'm sure they're going to show some Bad Batch stuff, uh, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I really have no idea what they could bring with Star Wars. I mean, especially after Star Wars Celebration that happened, that was just more of like we're celebrating Star Wars. They really didn't announce or show anything other than like, hey, we're making Bad Batch Season 2. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was like nothing new. So there's got, they have to be saving something for Star Wars at D23. And, uh... I, I don't know, man. I mean, what do you guys think? If you, if you guys have any thoughts, you know, any listeners, you know, uh, send them in, you know, uh, comment on the podcast link and, and you know, on the, uh, you know, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff. And we'd love to hear your thoughts of what they're going to show or what we might see at D23 and also what you think about the, uh, the new, uh, you know, phase five and six and then that multiverse saga and, and stuff at Comic-Con because that was some pretty cool stuff. But other than that, Tyler, that's pretty much it uh, with the old uh, topics. So what what are you excited for uh, coming up show-wise? Show-wise? Oh, man. Yeah, what are you going to get down on now that you're back from vacation and uh, what are you going to get to watch it? Well, I got to get on to Solar Opposites, obviously. Um, yes. Yes, I do it's need killer. to do that. It, I'm excited. Uh, Paper Girls starts on Friday. Oh, does it really? It does. That show looks so good. Well, I know we haven't talked about it. And I, I haven't read the comic, but I know, you know the gist. 
But so. the whole time travel element, meeting their older selves and having to solve this crime with their older selves and uh, like it looks super, super good. And that's on what? Is it on Amazon? That's an excellent question. Yes, it is on Amazon. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm very excited for that show. That will that that starts Friday, really? Yeah. Oh, that makes me so happy. That's awesome. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> so that's uh, I thought, that's I thought good. It was further away. No, no, no. Yeah, should be should be good stuff. Good stuff right there. Uh, yeah, I mean. That's that's. Oh, really hey, I'll it. give you something to be excited yes. for. It's not coming up right away. Um, but at the end of August, lower deck starts. Yes, that's a month away. I'm excited for that for sure. And that's season three. Now, season two of Strange New Worlds. I'm not sure when that begins, but they're having a crossover episode with lower decks. Yeah, I'm very excited to see how that's going to work. Yeah, <laughs> like what? <laughs> Like, there's got to be some crazy Star Trek time travel stuff because we know that Lower Decks is way after, like, TNG, right? So, not way after, but after. Or alongside, I guess? Maybe alongside some of the later movies? Um, so it's way further in the future than the old uh, Strange New Worlds. So I, it's going to be hilarious. And I, I, I love Star Trek, and I like that they push the comedy with Lower Decks. And, I, and I've liked what they've done, you know, relatively, like, uh, real-world, like, comedy. Like, that's not just, like, it's a comedy show, it's Strange New Worlds. But, like, there's, like, the in-the-living the, the in the comedy. You know what I mean? There's just the regular life, comedic elements of regular life that's in Strange New World. I'm very curious as to how that's going to mesh with the direct comedy <laughs> that is Lower Decks, right? Yeah, definitely. It's going to be interesting. So uh, that was one thing I, I forgot to mention here with uh, some of the Comic-Con stuff, but they released that at Comic-Con, and that just sounds out of this world crazy. <laughs> but it makes me excited because I really love both those shows. Yeah, uh, I'm anything just, else? I'm, anything I'm, else? I'm curious as whether it's going to be fully animated not fully oh, I, animated, I, half and oh, half. I I'll say this. <laughs> I think it might. I think it might be fully animated. Full, fully animated why, would be freaking amazing. Well, And the reason why I say that is because Stranger Worlds just ended. And if they're having a crossover in season three of Lower Decks, there's no way they have filmed a live action episode either to mesh with animation, you know, in a second season of, of, you know, uh, of strange new worlds. Uh, yes, so I right. think it, it, unless they're saving the crossover for season two of strange new worlds, I think it would be a lot easier for them to go back in the past in animated format in lower decks and meet the crew of strange new worlds within the cartoon. And that's, I think it will be all animated. It would be, unbelievable if they did a live action crossover with animation that would be fucking crazy hilarious and i think yeah. it would be really cool but i don't think they're gonna do that i think that would be it's a little bit too ambitious so i i think they're going to 
they're, I think they're just going to go back in time somehow in, in lower decks and meet, meet the Captain Pike's crew of Strange New Worlds in season three of lower decks, which is still cool and fun and funny. And the straightness of some of those characters and like sort of like aloof, like I've seen a lot of different like Pike just being like, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> you know, like he's so cool about things sometimes. Right. Like he just kind of like, he's like, I've been in this universe long enough to know, you know, that there's some crazy shit and I can accept some things, <laughs> you know? And I think that's kind of what they're going to, what they're going to exploit in, in lower decks. And I think that's pretty fun. Um, any, anything else you got lo- lower decks, uh, or you got, uh, uh, solar opposites. You, you, you're still watching the old man. Yeah, I still, I think I've only the two episodes or whatever in, I still have to watch that. So definitely, de- definitely keep going. It, it, like every episode keeps getting better. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's it for like the, the current future. There's obviously other stuff that I'm excited for, but we'll save that for another episode. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, um, yeah. Just to finish off here. Like, I'm very excited for Quantum Leap to start here soon. Oh yeah, I have Quantum a feeling. Leap, fuck yeah. So here, let me uh, let me open this link and and just kind of uh, oh shit, does it not work anymore? Oh shit, they may have taken taken it down. Let me see this. Uh. I forgot about that show. That's September. Quantum That's cool. That'll leap. be great. Um, I think this is it. No. <laughs> no. Quantum Leap Reboot. Reboob? Reboot. I like Reboob. Reboob is cool. <laughs> uh, let's see. A fixed mistakes of the past. Yeah. So, oh, this is, this is the exact same. So it says, um, this is almost 30 years after Dr. Samuel Beckett never returned home, in quotes, somebody new is stepping into the Quantum Leap Accelerator. And it says, uh, we'll deal with the most controversial uh, change first. The new Quantum Leap series will not begin each episode with the show's star, Raymond Lee, looking at the mirror and saying, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Um, I think that, and that's totally fine. I, that's totally like the, the 80s, 90s show. Um I, and they say they go on to say is I think obviously the idea of him looking into a mirror and seeing himself his per, seeing another person's reflection will be core to the show and will have those moments uh, concedes the writer and executive producer Stephen uh, uh, Lillian. Um, I, I think the oh boy was so specific to Sam, and I, I think we're trying to uh, carve out a new path for our character Ben. Um, you know, and then he goes into talking about the show. Um, you know, the older show and now that it's like a high, high concept and, and strong and, and like, you know, it's like 30 years after the original that we have this new character. And he goes, uh, when we sat down to tackle this project, it felt like we wanted to honor and respect what came before and to build onto it. And um, they say it's going to respect the continuity and lore of the original like it's a sequel. And uh, we'll also aim to be a good jumping on point for new audiences, which is always good. Um, and but they're going to preserve the heart of the show. And he quotes, he says, uh, the idea of walking into someone else's shoes and how powerful that idea is is still relevant, if not more relevant today. Uh, and um, I, man, I'm, I'm so excited for for this show. So this is also um, 
uh, uh, they say they're going to take it into like a sort of broader uh, canvas of, of like you know the formula of like dude's inside of his body. Um, he's got the holographic sidekick. Uh, I'm very curious of how that's going to work. Like what the dynamic is. You know what I mean with the hologram, uh, like buddy that uh, that Al was. I wonder how that's going to be. And there's another quote he says. He says, uh, "You have to leap. You have the leaps of the week, but you have an ongoing narrative that is the mystery of why Ben, uh, of why did Ben leap? That's interesting. I like that. And then he's like, uh, "What is he after? What is he? Uh, what is really going on?" Um. And so, unlike the original series, this quantum link will be far more than a story of a man and his hologram, which is interesting. It quotes is saying, "We're going to be spending a great deal of time within the world of quantum leap. Uh, what does this top secret government time travel project look like, and who are the characters that inhabit that world?" That's very interesting um, because now I, I and I'm not going to read anymore. It's kind of a lot in the article, but. I'm so glad to hear that they're going to spend some time in like the future, quote unquote future, uh, and that program because those episodes of the original series toward like the later seasons when like he almost made it home and he was in the waiting room. You remember those? Like, yeah, those. I I loved all that like stuff because it was like man, he's almost getting there. We're getting a little bit more of a glimpse of behind the scenes of you know, why he's gone and how he can get back. I love that idea. And I, and I like that this is another character who gets stuck in the accelerator and not just like a reboot, even though it's a reboot show, it's a sequelized, you know, reboot. So getting to see, uh, you know, getting to see all that program stuff, uh, you know, of, of how someone would or why someone would want to get stuck. Like they even say, like, why would he? What was he doing? Um, it's interesting. I, I'm, I'm very excited for this show. I don't know exactly when they say this show is going to uh, air. Um, let's see at the end. At the end of the article, does it say when? Oh, September 19th. So not very far away. Um, but they're saying they, they even quote they say that the sixth season continuation of quantum leap perfect premieres september 19th isn't that awesome i love that <laughs> oh so it's so cool so it's literally like sequel reboot so i i'm very very excited but i have a feeling we'll see sam at some point too which is very cool stuck still leaping for the rest of his life <laughs> but yeah i i, I love it I, I really really do so i'm very excited for that and just before we end the show here i i cannot wait for Thursday, I oh, won't well, tonight. I can't wait to watch tonight's episode or last night's episode of uh, uh, of uh, uh, Better Call Saul. Like it, it, it's almost over. It's so good. The Better Call Saul is so good. I can't wait for Friday because that's Primal Thursday for all mankind. Again, Friday, the old man. There's so much Friday Blackbird. There's so much good stuff toward the end of the week. It's very, very good time to watch TV. Um, but that that's our show, guys. Uh, you guys can check us out at superboobtubedudes.com. Um, we have all of our socials there, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everything. Please uh, you know, message us. Check us out on social media. Like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. I'm Dante Serechia. 
And I'm Tyler Hoskins. All right, guys. Thank you for listening, and keep on tubing. You've been listening to a Rebel Press podcast. Visit rebelpress.com for more podcasts.